What's up, beer drinkers? We got another special show for you again this week. Today I have Ian Harwell, the owner of Ground Control in Litchfield Park, Arizona. For those of you that don't know Ground Control, they have been voted the best tap room in the valley two years in a row. Maybe a third? And that remains to be seen. Nevertheless, they not only serve great beers, but they also have a fantastic kitchen and a coffee bar up front. So I talked to Ian a little bit about um, owning the restaurant. Um, I talked to him about his personal beer journey and also the future, what he, how he views the future of, of, of what's going to happen with ground control and, and maybe even having some beer festivals in the near future. So, um, yeah, but I guess I could, you know, wax poetic a little bit more, you know, stall, but just real quick, I do want to throw in the plugs like I always do. Follow us on Instagram and untap search cold brew podcast, all spelled incorrectly. (laughs) And also, uh, email us if you have any questions or concerns or any, um, suggestions for who I should, uh, talk to next in, in a future beer conversation. All right. So without further ado, here is Ian and I talking about beer. This is ground control to Major Tom. You've really made the grade. Ground control. I mean, this is this is like the spot in the West Valley. Two years running, right? Best tap room. Yeah, that not just not just West Valley Valley. The valley wide, right? Yeah, in the whole Phoenix Valley. Two years running. That's that's amazing. In fact, um, I remember when you first started, or when you first took over, and you had the refrigerators right here, yeah. and you had what, like three refrigerators? Now you have what, like four or five? Yeah, uh, I think we have five or six cooler doors now up front. Yeah, I really needed it uh, during the shutdown to offer more oh, to yeah. go packaging. Right. So it's we're changing everything out every week, so it's moving. That's yeah, as good. long as it's yeah, as long as you're turning over, then it's obviously yeah. it's good. And, and out here in the West Side, I brought up the West Valley because there's not a lot of craft beer um, to go places. In fact, you're my favorite spot. You have the biggest selection. I used to go up there to craft beer hop stop. That's more North Phoenix. Yeah, go see Allen. He's worth a yeah. visit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I go there every anytime I have a week off. I go okay, cool. Now I can go see Allen and see what's up. Well, we got Tap Savvy down the street. Right. Uh, they used to be customers of mine. Now they got their own little cool spot. I mm-hmm. try to make it in there whenever I can if I'm ever not here. And you got Cactus <laughs> Tap Room up in Lake Pleasant. Yeah, doing those some cool things. Yeah, those are tap rooms. This is. Um, I'm just talking about like as far as they have to go as well to go beers. Yeah. But you have you have the biggest selection though, yeah. just because you have the most refrigerators. That's all. I'm, I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started first, so yeah. definitely you had a head start. Um, so you used to work here before you bought it? Yes, I worked here, man, how many years? Maybe six, seven years before I bought it. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, was friends with the previous owners, um, and I would go into the Indian school location before I moved over here and just grab a coffee in the morning and beer after after work and... Just became friends, and I needed a, a change in scenery, mm-hmm. and they offered me a position to over here, and then I took over their beer program, and was, essentially I became the face of the business in a way. Yeah, uh, because they were uh, off. Uh, their, their kids are very good with sports, and he's in military, 
so it takes a lot of their time. So okay, yeah, yeah. When when I first came in here, it was in 2006. Well, I moved here in 2016, but I don't think I came into ground control till 2017. And I saw your little you wasted a whole year. <laughs> I have to, I have to uh, get uh, learning everything, you know. I had to start meeting everybody. I went to breweries first, nice. and then I started going to tap rooms. I came out here, and then I someone told me he's like, "Oh yeah, Ian, he, you got to talk to him. He knows. Uh, he's he's doing everything out there at Ground Control. That was before you owned it, so I knew of you before I even met you. And then yeah, I, I really liked your your selection because you have a lot of taps. You have what I count 27, 28 uh, with the check. Technically, twenty eight. We only probably used. As much as twenty five. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, nice, nice new spot. Um, I was living right next to Westgate, so the first place I gravitated to was Westgate and Yard House, and but I would only get their chalkboard series. Anything that you yeah. know, high turnover. I don't want anything sitting there for like six months. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so then you bought this place, and you kind of uh, then was your first love coffee or beer? Ah. Uh, can it be both? <laughs> no, no, you, you can, you can. Uh, yeah, I, I would say probably, uh, depending on the time of day, oh, <laughs> I would of course, answer that yeah. question. <laughs> Definitely coffee in the morning would be my first love. Well, for me, it's beer in the morning because I work nights, so. But, you know, so I'm, I'm all backwards. <laughs> That's fun. We, uh, our coffee goes in a lot of local beers uh, when we do collabs or even non-collabs. Uh, like Dark Sky uses their coffee all the time. Yeah, they do. Really well. Yeah, they 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 really have uh, something going up there and in Flagstaff. Uh, they're probably my favorite brewery out of out of that. They're uh, out of Flag. Definitely top three or four in the state for me. Yeah, I try not to hold any personal biases because of you know I do work a lot with them. But yeah, oh I bet I bet you have a lot of uh, connections. In fact, I know that you have a connection out in Iowa. How do you how'd you get a connection in Iowa? Um, Are you from there? No, I, I, I'm not from there. Uh, my uh, A good friend of mine that lives in the Valley, uh, he used to trade with the brewer yeah. of Topman Goliath. And then he connected me with him, and we started talking things non-beer. Mm-hmm. Can't talk beer all the time. <laughs> we just, and now that friendship's grown to one of my best friends, and, and now we're finally carrying his beer out here. It's pretty excited to sell his beer. I just went to go visit him like two weeks ago, just to say hi. And yeah. How, the, how are they doing? Are they excited that they're growing, or are they yeah, just they're, stressful? Yeah, they're or? excited to be out here. They've been trying to get out here mm-hmm. for at least a year. Couldn't find a distributor that was right for them. Right. Uh, then uh, Scout from San Diego made the decision to come bring some brands out here and they were already working with them so, okay and now uh rent house locally is with that distributor and carl strauss oh yeah so you had the carl strauss uh, mosaic yeah harland they're really good too now they're carrying ailsmith too oh yeah okay yeah ailsmith yeah the speedway stout and all that their stout line is just amazing what uh, um what kind of beer do you like i like I, I like all styles. Right. Uh, kind of like me. I, yeah, but uh, it does have to be well-made for that style. I, but I, I, my first beer of the day is probably something lighter, like you're drinking the, the Czech pour right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be the Petals Pilsner. Awesome beer on that tap handle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very clean, very I, but I, delicious. I, probably drinking the most of IPAs because they're easy to have in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't... A lot of my sours, 
I have to drink with uh, company. It's definitely harder on the stomach these days. <laughs> yeah. I never really no- noticed it at first, but I think the more sours I drink, the more I notice it. My uh, biggest thing I collect is probably barley wines. Okay. All right. So you have a- Barley wines and Lambic. You have a little barley wine collection have, at home? Nobody should own as much barley wine as I own. <laughs> <clears throat> I just came from uh, a couple weeks ago. I went up to visit Will at Ad Astra, and he's brewing a barley wine. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that should I, be coming out. Uh, we didn't soon. get there in time on Memorial Day to go try some of their beers. Oh, okay. They make it to Lazy G's over there. I, oh, man. I like them a lot. Yeah, I like their Doppelbach and their their their. Kitchen's really good. Their burger. I had their. I've been trying anything there. The hats chili. Oh, okay. All right. But uh, but my f- best new brewery in the state right now is up that area. Well, sort of Smelter Town. Have you had much of them? No. In fact, that, two, after this, I'm gonna yeah, get we that. Yeah, two of their beers on tap. They've been killing it up there. Yeah, that's what uh, Will at Astro was telling me. They they've done a couple collabs with them. Yeah, and they've done at least one with Dark Sky as well. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they just started, what, like a year ago, two years ago? Probably less than that. (laughs) Really? Okay. Yeah, that's why. They're up in Clarkstown? Clarkdale. Clarkdale, So it's like the bottom of the mountain if you ever go to Jerome. Yes, I have been to Jerome once. Yeah, my wife and I really like Jerome. We did our engagement photo shoot there. Oh, nice. Yeah, I went up there a couple years ago for Father's Day. I... I took my daughter up there, and then we went to Haunted Hamburger. Oh yeah, that's great. We, we stayed at the Jerome Grand Hotel. Uh, oh, the Haunted Hotel. Yeah, after uh, after our wedding, uh, we got married around Halloween. Okay. Uh, but we stayed there. <laughs> we got pretty pretty wasted at the Spirit Room. Okay. Then we came back to do a uh, some ghost hunting. They gave us a uh, gave us uh, the thermometers to uh, check for change of temperature. Yeah. Wife screaming down the hallway. Oh my God! Look how hot that is. She's she's pointing at the heater. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, was, that was awesome. Oh, good memories, man. I don't remember. It's hard for me to remember things, especially. Mm-hmm. But I always remember that. Oh, that's good. That's a good one to have. I uh, yeah. We then I I drug my daughter to Caduceus, the, oh, the yeah. tap room. Owned by Maynard. Yeah, there's pretty good wines. I yeah, he makes really good wine. Yeah, got the Merkin Vineyards as well. Yeah, it's a cool little town. It's very uh, you better be prepared to walk. Yeah, <laughs> and uphill, up, up and downhill. Yeah, all everywhere, everywhere's up and downhill. But yeah, it's uh, so yeah. I remember getting off the or yeah, turning off the freeway and then going up the hill. So that and there's that little town. So that's yeah, so part instead of, the, of making a left to go into Jerome, yeah. you make a right. It's, okay. Yeah, I got to check that place out. I uh, worth just the drive hearing, for sure. Been hearing good things, not only from Will, but just from other people around the yeah. The, the beer plan community. I'm making a, a specialty beer for our anniversary in July. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. Well, you guys are talking about it. Yep. All right. 14 years. Are you guys gonna have a, a bash, a blowout, some kind I don't of? I know uh, what we're doing just yet, like, like as the party goes. But I got a few collabs lined up. Okay. Uh, got a couple with Dark Sky. I've been talking to Oso about doing uh, an Ube Milkshake IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm also doing a collab with um, Shop Beer Company and Sleepy Whale. Oh, okay. Uh, tap Room with uh, Justin Evans. Uh, we're going to call it uh, Wills in Space. Wills in Space? Why? I had to go with, well, Sleepy Whale. Oh, Wales in Space. Yeah. I heard Wills. Okay. Yeah, going... Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Going with the this David Bowie space theme. The ground control. Yeah. yeah. Is that because you guys are like had the propeller, so it was, it was more like a uh, seemed like because right next to Luke. Yeah. So it was more like airplane, but you you're going with the space theme now. Yeah, I see your it, new uh, yeah, logo. Yeah, just a lot of people make the ground control to make it your time. Joke, Immediately. So. Yeah. So we just kind of playing off that and having fun with it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just roll with it, right? Yeah. We're gonna we got another logo coming out for our anniversary this year. That's gonna be more like a like a hop cactus infusion thing. Okay. All right. Looking our, forward uh, to that. Our friend in Portland, Maine, has been designing it. She does the branding, and she's uh, her husband owns and brews for uh, Definitive Brewing in Portland, Maine. Oh, okay. Do you go up there a lot to Portland? I've only been there once, but I'm supposed to go next month for my birthday. Oh, okay. All right. How long are you going to be there? Weekend? Week? I hope, uh, hopefully a week. All right. Your, your uh, wife enjoys beer too, right? Yeah. She's, uh, she's a West Coast IPA and sour girl. Yeah. I remember that's the first time I met her was when I bumped into you guys at Transplant City. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I walked there from my house like two, <laughs> three minute walk. That's so fucking and cool, I, man. I love those guys. I have, a, I have a half hour commute, so I can't even imagine walking. <laughs> but they're supposed to be building a new facility for us right here on um, Camelback and 303. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, All maybe right. a year or two, and I'll be coming here more often Sweet. right after work. <laughs> do some, I, do I get, some lunch for you guys. Yeah, I get I get up at 730. And, yeah, definitely, if, if, if anything ever comes up, because we do sometimes have some, uh, if we hit a safety milestone, then they give us a free lunch. So nice. I'll let uh, try to direct them your way they're kind of skinflints though you know how they <laughs> not corporations are man but we'll see we'll, we'll do something and plus i definitely will tell people to come here and uh, tell them how pretty i am <laughs> he's easy on the eyes folks <laughs> <laughs> what are some so you mentioned uh smelter town probably being the best new one um you go to Transplant City a lot because they're they're obviously right here. They they Convenient do wonderful and delicious. stuff. Yeah, exactly. What are some of the other um, of your favorite breweries around the valley? Uh, Real Dig Rainhouse, like yeah. like everybody else does. They just make great all around beer, mm-hmm. top to bottom. Uh, Goldwater is pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, down south, I like like Borderlands. Uh, oh yeah, Pueblo Vida. Oh yeah, hey, you carry a lot of. They started distributing more during the pandemic. Yeah, Pablo Vida. I was was asking for their beers for about four years, and finally <laughs> happened. And now we they say we do really well for them. So well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I always buy it when you get it. Yeah. Now, when you when you first started collabing with Tombstone, would you actually drive down there and, and pick up the beer and bring oh, it? Oh yeah, uh, wasn't it? Uh, you can't so with tombstone you can wait for it to be dropped off mm-hmm. uh through uh Mandel brothers uh they use Mandel brothers kind of like as a courier they don't like distribute through them okay. but they just take it f- to places for them mm-hmm. um but if you wait you're only going to get like one or two cases from that shipment if you yeah. go down there you get as much as you want so it just makes more sense just to go down there and pick it up. Yeah, but now that they're brewing up here, it's got to. Uh, they're still be better, right? doing most of their canning down south. Though. Oh, okay, all right, all right. I thought maybe they were gonna do some up here. That way, it eases delivery costs. But of course, if you're going to get it yourself, it doesn't cost them a thing. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So I got that all backwards in. 
Um, but getting back to like your anniversary and such, you still have the. When are you gonna do the the red, white, and brew festival again? Hopefully this year. Uh, I'm looking at November twentieth. I just gotta make sure all breweries are on board. Okay. Uh, I think it's probably safe to start having that discussion again now. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a huge day for us, and it was really sad not to be able to do it last year. Yeah. We had the year before we had six hundred people in our front parking lot. Oh wow! Just having a great time. I'm definitely going to come out for that. Um, well, the red, white, and paying customers. We had plenty of people. <laughs> <laughs> I will because uh, I haven't I haven't made it yet. But I'm just I'm jonesing for a beer festival and. Yeah, I, I mean it's small, but uh, compared to others, but still plenty of beer. Yeah, got over twenty tents. And it's local. I can Uber here. And yeah. Uber, Uber home. Uh, I don't have to worry about yeah, parking. A lot of people. I mean, there's so many great festivals in the state, but I yeah. just, it's a small, intimate, all charity donated. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So everyone's just doing it for like, just to get their name out. Yeah. Pretty much. You guys have uh, food too, right? Food, food, uh, or is it just beer? Yeah, we have a, we, we have a, we have a tent where you could order food outside. Okay. All right. Do you, uh, anybody else or just you guys provide Just us. Okay. All right. I've thought about looking into other options. Yeah. Maybe something that you don't offer particularly yeah. or something like Mexican food or... Yeah. We uh, keep the menu pretty simple that day too to make sure we can get it out as fast as possible. Yeah. I used to watch that, uh, like the Kitchen Nightmares and, and Bar War and uh, the one with, with Taffer. Mm-hmm. forgot what it was called. But, Bar um, Rescue? Bar Rescue, yeah, stuff like that. And one of the thing that one of the driving things that I got from their messages was keep it simple, especially when it comes to, like, the menu. Start small, mm-hmm. see what you do, and then expand from there. Don't get these, you know, books of, like, 12-page menus. I mean, our, our menu's not ex- that expanse, but I also... No been wanting to trim it down but then you got these things that have been selling so well for so many years like wait what do you decide to take off right (laughs) yeah i could see that and yeah you keep it small you can keep it fresh too you don't have to buy a lot of too much uh frozen stuff so we actually we just try to have multiple ingredients on the same items right yeah yeah i see that so you're not ordering something just for one dish mm-hmm. oh okay yeah uh, that makes sense i mean that's a total business thing i have no idea about restaurant ownership i'm still learning i'm kind of learning as i go <laughs> how do you uh, how, do you come up with the ideas or do you let your chefs come up uh, with the ideas i for come food? up with a lot of the ideas they're the ones that make it happen though right like i'm yeah. i'm i could cook restaurant cooking is way different than, than at home <laughs> Do you do you cook for your wife at home? I when I have time these days. Oh yeah, because you're over here. You're like what eight, sixteen hours a day. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> I what do will you? get her a fine home cooked uh, delivered meal. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like to cook when you cook at home? Hmm. Honestly, anything. I've I don't have a lot of experience smoking things. So probably not that. Even though I love smoked foods. Yeah. Um, I probably more chicken dishes than anything. Yeah. T- tuna. I do a uh, do a lot of uh, chipotle based sauces too at home. I just love chipotle. You like spice? I love spice. That's why you have your uh, Nashville chicken challenge, uh, right? Yeah. What is your Nashville? For our listeners who don't know, what is your Nashville chicken challenge? Uh, Nashville hot chicken challenge is four tenders. 
uh, that are the spiciest I can get them, mm-hmm. and fries with the same spice oh, level, okay. and you have to eat it all and last five minutes without taking a drink afterwards, and then you get either a dollar crowler fill, oh wow, half off a pour pack or a glass, whatever you want. Okay, that's pretty cool. I uh, yeah, man. Uh, when people do it, do they usually eat it real fast? Try to get it down. That's quick? probably the best way to do it. <laughs> if you're gonna take your time, it's just gonna the burnt is gonna. Do you get know to. how hot it is in, on the Scoville rating? I don't, but you're talking a lot of ghost pepper. Okay, <laughs> that, yeah, that was my next question. What <laughs> pepper is in it? Ghost? I make a special oil because we have an, an, a hot oil that we have for the regular hot chicken. Um, yeah, but I make a special hotter version of it for the challenge. Oh, okay. Wow. So it's hot. Then you get more spices on top after it's been in that oil. Yeah. That's where it is, right? That's where the you get the oil. You, that's where all the flavor and the, the hotness comes from. Yeah. So Even the regular sense. hot for just being cayenne is pretty pretty heated. I'm, a, I'm not going to do the, hot, the Nashville hot chicken challenge, but I'm definitely going to get something before I leave. I'm, no. I haven't eaten yet today. <laughs> I'm already you drinking beer so. and haven't eaten yet. You know, IPAs go very well with uh, with hot, with spicy foods. Yeah, speaking of the Nashville, our friends at Transplant Brewing, uh, I make a secret menu item just for them. Well, other people ask for it, but they get it the most. Uh, I make a Detroit-style pizza with the Nashville chicken on it. What is Detroit-style pizza? Um, <laughs> essentially, it's a square pan pizza Okay, with toppings right. on the on the top, or sauces on the top. Yeah, all right. Oh, okay, I get it. So it's kind of like a... There's other things, but that's the most generic. All right. Yeah, because, I mean, people are familiar with New York style yeah, and I Chicago. I think it's close to Sicilian. Okay. Have you ever been to Italy? I have not. I've been to Greece. We we chose between the those two, and we chose Greece. Uh, as far as, you know, like a... Uh, for your honeymoon or just yeah, for a, a it was, trip? It was for... Uh, we did uh, Greece, Spain, and England for... Our honeymoon. Oh, okay. All right. Did you go to Santorini? And uh, we did not make it to Santorini. Uh, it was raining when we were in Greece. And okay. We didn't want to go to like one of the most beautiful places in the yeah. world with in rainy weather. So, Kim, we'll have to go back. Yeah, I went. Back. I, I went to. I've been to Corfu. Um, stayed at the Pink Palace, the world-renowned Pink Palace ho- oh, wow. uh, hotel, or I guess it's what do they call them? Hostel. More like a hostel than a hotel, and then. They have a party every Friday where you wear a pink toga and they bash plates over your head. Really? Drink ouzo and all that. That's fine. Yeah, it's great. And Uh, then I've been to Spain too, but I've never been to England. Yeah, Granada is really cool in Spain. Uh, My mom's cousin has uh, like an olive farm. Oh, wow. Outside of Granada that we stayed at. Yeah. So If you're just passing by, you could stay there for free if you help pick olives. Oh wow! Okay. And what's cool about Granada is they were—they uh, still do the like free plate of food when you order a beer or wine, so you got to eat and drink pretty cheap there. Oh wow! All right, yeah. You know, I noticed when I was in Spain, I went—I was in Seville, Barcelona, um, and San Sebastian, and Madrid. Nice. So I hit all those places, and yeah, food and drink were relatively inexpensive. 
We didn't to spend much time in Madrid, but we drove through and then it was really pretty. Yeah, a lot of great. It's a city. It's a big city. Yeah. So, you know, you're not going to be as quaint as like Granada or San Sebastian or Seville. Yeah, but we were staying like really close to the Alhambra in mm-hmm. Granada. We, so we put a little. We took a similar photo to what's in our living room, but it, not as good as what we saw online. So we just bought the one online. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then, uh, yeah, so I've been to those places. Yeah, very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been very fortunate to be able to do a lot of traveling in in the States and other countries, exploring food and beer. So it was pretty fun. I noticed on, I think it was, I was scrolling through Reddit, and they put this infographic of Europe and their beer drinking tendencies, and I was surprised that Spain likes beer, most of all. I, I had no idea. And there's a and I follow some Instagram accounts from Spain and there's a there's a burgeoning craft beer scene out there. Yeah, it's a, one I really like, uh, La Peralta, I believe they're called out of yeah. Spain. They're really good. I never heard of them. Okay. Yeah, I don't know too many, but I know UK, right? There's they're, that's a, I wouldn't call it. That's one of the meccas of the old traditional styles of beer. When you talk about like the pale ales and the porters and such like that, uh, the was it the cask ales? Yeah. When you were in the UK, did you try some? Oh cask yeah, ales? Uh, like every pub had like their own set of cask ales. It was yeah. awesome. We haven't found a. I can't. I wish I could remember the name, but we did find a like real tiny brewery uh, near near the water in Southwest England. Mm-hmm. I wish I could think of it. And there was also one in Bath. They had like a rabbit. I remember a rabbit being on the logo, but I can never remember what the name, damn name was. <laughs> they all got a rabbit. <laughs> it's always like the wolf and rabbit, or the eagle and rabbit, right. or the <laughs> the, uh, the 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 pub names are just uh, crazy. You pick a what is it? You pick an animal and a plant, and then there's, <laughs> that's a pub name right there. <laughs> uh, what 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 other places like what other beer vacations do you want to go go to? Would you like to check out? One of my biggest ones I want to go to would be more to visit the city and because of one of my favorite breweries there. Um, uh, Estonia would be one of them. Estonia, really? Yeah. Uh, Eastern uh, Bloc, huh? Yeah, there's a... Well, one, it looks beautiful. And two, uh, uh, Pohala is there. Uh, mm-hmm. And they make some pretty kick-ass brews. Wow, I had no idea Estonia was a, was a beer place. Yeah, we got to try out. So a few years back, we did a another big European vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the the reason why we were able to go was for bad things. Uh, my uncle passed away and left me some money. Oh, okay. Uh, and travel. He's the one that got me into travel, so mm-hmm. I wanted to use it to travel. Kind of like honor him. Yeah. Uh, so we did. Uh, so I got friends that live in Utrecht, which is the like 25 minutes outside of Amsterdam. Okay. So we stayed there as like our hub, but we bounced to like, obviously we went to Amsterdam, but we went to Belgium, Stockholm, Copenhagen. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. And we See went all to, these like ancient towns. Yeah, been been Copenhagen, years. Copenhagen was an amazing beer town. Okay. McKellar had like 14 places there and we went <laughs> to like 11 of them. And, um, and Stockholm has a pretty legendary beer bar called Bar Akurat. Okay. That had some of the... It could have been just time and place thing. 
Mm. But it had some of the best bread and butter I've ever had in my life. <laughs> okay. Like, I just couldn't stop eating it. <laughs> and uh, But, it, like, Cantillon makes a beer right. for them called Soleil de Minuet that we got to try there. Had some very nice vintage Lambics there. Yeah, you're, and your wife loves sour, so that was probably yeah. right up her alley, right? Yeah, it was fun. That was a fun trip. We uh, drank some fun beers that we would never be able to out here so oh yeah because they're just too hard to get one being uh uh millennium goose from three fontanans oh yeah yeah i uh i've i've been i've been uh i went backpacking through europe in 99 me and my friend just that was before i was really into craft beer i did like beer everywhere i went i tried a beer especially germany probably had some of the best beers I've i ever haven't had. made it to germany yet so i would definitely like to do that yeah sometime. i don't remember the name probably Couldn't not for Oktoberfest because i'm not a big crowd guy yeah but i would like to just go see some of these towns where these beer styles originated from yeah Oh yeah. No, I never been to Prague either. That would definitely be up there. I, I've been to Prague, but like I said, it was before I was really into beer. Now I wish I, you know, could go back and redo it just for the beer aspects of right. everything. But I, I didn't go to Belgium, and I would like to go to Belgium. I'd like to go to uh, like one of the monasteries and try some Trappist ales right. for real, like straight from them. That'd be cool. I think that'd be my next thing. It's kind of funny when we were in uh, when we were in Belgium. Um, we happened to see that. John and Pat from Arizona Wilderness were also in Belgium. Oh, no shit. So we, we, we met up with them at a bar <laughs> in Belgium. So that was really cool. In Bruges, I believe it was. Oh, okay, yeah. That's the, uh, isn't that the capital? Bruges? Man, <laughs> I barely know what capital Arizona is. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Tucson, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it, it's, I was, uh, I was always really good uh, in fourth grade with state capitals, but I couldn't tell you one right now. See, my mom taught me to spell all the states and cities, but never taught me which were the capitals. I remember the, yeah, and my friend and I, we used to always, like, quiz each other all throughout school just because we're dorks, and we used to just be like, oh, yeah, what's the capital of North Dakota? <laughs> oh, what's the good, you know? But, yeah, now, yeah, forget it. Forget it now. Everything got pushed out for beer knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> No, I guess just the age, man. Men of our age, we start remembering different shit. And I, I have a really bad memory. I don't know if it's just the way that I was put together or are all the beer and <laughs> or all the all the drugs I used to do. But it's just my my memory's not what it, what it once was. I, I can't blame drugs because I've never done any <laughs> outside of alcohol. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Good for you, man. Yeah, you know, I grew up around... Marijuana. I have nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm used to it. Uh, it's legal now, but it wasn't obviously when I grew up around it. But yeah, it's just I guess being around it so much, I never really wanted to do it. Okay. No, I get that. But no, but I, I'm full supportive of of its use now. Yeah. Now that it's legal. And yeah, but I just don't. I don't personally use it. In fact, I, a lot of people are shocked by this next statement. Yeah. But I didn't start drinking until I was 21. Oh, I, I believe it. I have a friend back at home. He didn't start drinking until he was like 25. <laughs> but it's but I turned into like the beer, beer guy. guy. The beer guy. Yeah. <laughs> so people just shocked that it, I didn't start drinking until I was 21. I remember my first sip of beer. I was I was a teenager, I think, 12 or 13. And my dad used to take me and my brother to our grandparents' house. 
and we'd have to mow their lawn, you know, do a little yard work or whatever. I hated it, especially during the summer. It was all hot and everything. But he used to pack a cooler, beers for him, and then sodas, and maybe some water for me and my brother. And uh, at one time, I, I, I convinced him to let me sip it, and I didn't like it. It was probably Bud Light. You know, that's, that's all he ever drank back then. Now it's Coors Light, but uh, I remember not liking it. But lo and behold, here now I have a beer podcast. <laughs> I, but if that was my first beer, like, trying, mm-hmm. I probably would have never gotten into beer. But <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, I see that, yeah. Uh, because that, that stuff just doesn't taste very good to me. Yeah, uh, right. But, uh, but I, my first, I th- my first was probably, like, Guinness and Smittics. Okay, I was about to ask if, if you remember your first one. So it was an uh, English beer, huh? Yep. You still like Guinness? Uh, on occasion. Yeah. I remember that used to be one of my... When I first started this podcast, I remember saying on the mic, my three favorite beers was Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, uh, Guinness, um, and Miller Lite. And I still like those beers, but Guinness just does not have any flavor to me anymore. A lot of... I once got a bad Yelp review of... Maybe like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. because I was trying to convince them that Guinness was a light beer. Be- even though it's dark, doesn't mean it's not a light beer. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's five percent. It's got very little flavor to it, as far as when when it comes to stouts, anyway. It's not I, like these pastry stouts that yeah. they got now. Whereas every like five hundred calorie an ounce beers we got these days. <laughs> yeah. And so as a business owner, how do you deal with like social media, like Yelp and? Bad, you know, bad reviews you know, uh, on different things. I, I don't take Yelp very seriously. Okay. So I pretty much ignore that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if people go out of their way to, like, go on our Facebook or Google page, I just try to I try to see what happened and reach out to them and what we can do to make it better. And Yeah. Great. Thankfully, on those platforms, we get a lot of positive. But I think... I think People just use Yelp just to complain. <laughs> well, I remember, um, I think it was at Home Depot, and they were telling me, they were telling us that when we first were brought on board that, uh, you know, a negative customer experience will is 10 times, uh, well, they'll reach out to 10 of their friends more so than a positive so, like, everyone who comes in here and has a great time, probably not going to go online and talk about it. But someone they'll, who... They'll come back. That's, yeah. That's their way of showing. There, yeah, there you go. And But someone who has a bad time, they'll reach out. Or they'll post on social media and blast it out. So, for every one bad review, there's got to be at least 10 customers who feel exactly the opposite. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's just a, a hard thing to do. Um, and I'm never going to ever kind of be perfect. And we have our bad days for oh, yeah. sure. But I we're think, all human. I think we're doing some pretty kick-ass things over here. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we're still learning as, like, my, myself, I'm still learning and growing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make mistakes. Right. How did so people like your uh, your your trivia night and your Dude, live trivia music? trivia nights are packed. Oh, yeah, are they really? It's unbelievable how popular trivia is. Do you guys have the same, like, uh, are you guys have, like, friends in the office? No, we haven't tried a Harry themed Potter. one yet. Oh, okay. We talked about it, but we haven't tried one yet. All right. That might be kind of fun, though. Yeah, it would be. We also been thinking about trying maybe some like after-hour like things, like uh, like game night or. I'm down for that because you know I'm I'm an after-hours guy. I'm a night owl, so <laughs> be better for me. 
Especially on the weekends. But on the weekends, you have live music, though, right? Now, yeah, we, we have uh, live music we, back. Yeah, we 7 to 10. In fact, Superstition will be here this Friday. Jim uh, will be pouring samples 5 to 7. And then after that, he's playing music till 10. Oh, he plays too, huh? Yep. <laughs> wow. That's uh, his that's band, the, the Foss Fiends, is really good. The Fox Fiends? Foss. P- oh, Foss. P H O S P. I don't know. How do you spell it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's words. There's a word there. You spell it. All right. <laughs> um, I have to ask you, just because of the recent uh, rat magnet revelations, what do you tell your staff about what kind of training do you have about like sexual harassment and um, maybe even uh, like racism and, and homophobia and all that stuff? Do you guys have a program set up or uh, is it individually? At the time, we did not have a program. I, uh, I worked here without an employee handbook, uh, but it's been something that my wife and I and our GM have been working on. Uh, we just completed it maybe a couple weeks ago that we're about to start implementing uh, like policies and procedures. Uh, about a month ago, I uh, had everybody go through like some diversity training program yeah. online and stuff like that. But you know, I just I it's hard because you always hear about how people talk in the kitchen yeah. and in restaurants, and and it happened. Uh, uh, it just when you become the way I tell people is that when you become really comfortable with people and your surroundings, uh, I feel like you start becoming a little flirtatious and yeah. some people take it way too far and get themselves in trouble. Uh, and it's unfortunate that they make bad decisions. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just, I try to make it clear. Like if there's ever like an uncomfortable situation that I am an open book, uh, like you can come to me for anything mm-hmm. and we'll take care of it immediately. Uh, haven't really had much of any issues here that I'm aware of in the past two years. Yeah, that's good. So that's good. Yeah, everybody's everybody's been working here for the most part since I took over. Uh, I just try to I try to treat people with as much as respect as possible. Yeah, you give what you get, or and whatever. if I'm if I'm showing up being respectful, I'm hoping everybody else will be respectful too. Lead by example. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard any any negative stories come out of here, so I, I really haven't seen anything from Arizona yet too much um, from all that rat magnet stuff, which is knock on wood, awesome. Good job, Arizona. <laughs> for being well, I, respectful. I have that that podcast with Kaylee Snyder where she was harassed and raped when she was working at um, Mother Road. Oh no! Yeah, I don't think I heard about that. That's a uh, this. Uh, the show is out in December, and we t- we talked about she. I let her just t- talk about what happened, and um, so yeah, yeah there's there, there have been Arizona incidences, uh, and I hope those are the last of it. I think we can all do better as a community. Yeah, I know my friend uh, Bridget had a had an experience at a local bar and restaurant. Yeah, that she's yeah. been very vocal about. Yeah, I uh, um, I try not. I hear stories because people talk. People like to talk to me, and but I don't repeat them because they're not my stories to tell. So if, whenever they're ready, they, they can always come on here and talk about it. Because I, I'm not afraid as far as you know what kind of backlash I'm going to get. But I would like to let them tell their stories if they're factual. You know, 
they'll come at me with some bullshit because then I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pull the episode right away if I find out it's wrong. Yeah, when I was reading all the Rat Magnet stuff, I definitely was more concentrated. I mean, you want to take all of them very seriously. Mm-hmm. But when names show up like five, ten times, I mean, obviously there's something going on there. Right. But there's smoke, there's fire, that, yeah. that type of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But uh, I think uh, the, it... it it's a step in the right direction to start tra- changing everything or making it better. My mom was like my best friend growing up, so if she heard I did something, she would absolutely <laughs> kill me. Yeah. I think my mom was instrumental, my brother and I. Uh, we made mistakes. I'm not saying that he and I are perfect because, you know, he co-hosts a show with me. But, uh, you know, we, we respect women and, and we try to promote them on this show as much as possible. So um, I know your friend is real good friend of the Beer Bukowski girl. Oh, yeah, Rachel? I, I, you're, I, yeah, I always forget her name. I feel so bad. <laughs> I'm she's terrible awesome. with names. Yeah, she's, she's great. Uh, in fact, she's, she'll be on this uh, on this next episode. Uh, with uh, She's talking about Belgian beers. Oh, nice. Trappist Tales and stuff like that, yeah. She's a very... Uh, she's so fucking smart, man. Yeah, so I really appreciate her taking time to be on my show but and you too i i really respect your your beer knowledge and i always like to every time we talk it's always about beer so i'm glad to we had this time to get to know you a little bit more or for yeah. me anyway yeah it's what i i mean i got i got the training the cicerone training but i still i don't use any of the fancy words i say oh it's yummy it's <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, say like the esters of this yeah. yeast to bring out the <laughs> i mean that's I guess that's not my personality. I just, I just like to have fun and be goofy. Right on, man. And it it shows because this place is really a lot of fun to come to, and you have a great, not only just beer, but you look at your whiskey fucking collection yeah, up there, the man. Whiskey collection kind of gets lost among the the beer. Hey, you got some uh, some weeded ones up there. You got some old standards. You got some yeah. Japanese ones. Uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff that's missing up there because I'm. Not too happy with one of the distributors right now. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't see any. There's Elijah Craig. I don't see any Buffalo Trace up there, or or what's that other one? Um, Heaven Hill. That was a cheap one. That's a nice little rot gut. Yeah, my favorite, uh, like that you could find pretty easily is for uh, for Rose Single Barrel. Okay. Right on. Uh, my brother, he's the he's a bourbon guy. I I bourbon and whiskey. I'm slowly getting into it, but. Eh, it's not my forte, so but I I do appreciate uh, your your collection up there. It's nice. It's good to offer. All right, thanks thanks Ian for you know taking time. I know you're a busy guy. I appreciate you uh, talking to me about beer, man. Yeah, it's, I can't believe you got me on a microphone. I hate talking. Nah, <laughs> you were perfect, man. You're, you were made for the mic. <laughs> All right, thanks. You're welcome.